Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, Treatment of the Pastor. And in this week's message, Pastor DeMichael teaches about the responsibilities each one of us have toward our pastor and his responsibilities to the church. And Pastor DeMichael does an excellent job at approaching the subject not in a way that's self-serving, but in a way that simply explains what the Bible has to say about it. If you would like to hear this message again or any other message by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Go to uh, Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews chapter 13. Like I said, I'm not comfortable. I wish this wasn't here. But here we are going for, through 1 Thessalonians uh, 5. Wouldn't you think it was a little odd if I took it up to 11 and then just skipped 12 and 13 and just went to 14? Wouldn't you think that was a little odd? Yeah. So here it is. Here it is. Um. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 7. Hebrews 13 verse 7. Remember them that have the rule over you and have spoken unto you the word of God whose faith follow. Now watch this here. Uh, God doesn't ask us to mindlessly follow somebody in a cultic manner. Far from it. Far from it. Uh, take a look at the end of the verse here. He says, uh, whose faith follow, considering the what? End of their conversation. All right? And by the way, this is this is true of anybody. If you're going to follow anybody or look to their example, you need to ask a, a very basic question: Where are they going? And that's what he's saying. Uh, uh, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. Okay, if a guy is legit, then he's he's following Christ, and when you follow him, you're going to end up following Christ. Amen. And. Uh, I mean, I've, I've told our guys on staff, I've told the deacons, I've said, look, uh, you know, you see me doing something sinful, uh, bring it to my attention. That's Matthew 18. Nobody's exempt. Uh, look at verse 17. Look at verse 17 in the same chapter. He says, obey them that have the rule over you. Uh, we, we live in a culture right now that is so about independence and so about me and, and have been spoken to in such a soft and effeminate way and, and such a it's all about you way that you see that word obey, people cringe. I do weddings now. I've been doing this over 40 years now. I do weddings and, and we'll come to the part where in the vows where the wife says she's going to obey her husband. And I there's sometimes I can just feel the, 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 the congregation like, you know. I mean, I've gotten some dirty looks from some unsaved women. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what. And uh, that's because in weddings, you know, everybody comes, all the aunts and uncles and kissing cousins and, you know, third nephews, fourth time uh, removed. And you got lost people sitting there and they're all spiffed up and uh, they're, 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 in, and then you hit that thing and it's like, what weird thing is this? Obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves. And by the way, the Bible does tell us, doesn't the Bible, didn't, didn't Paul tell Timothy that we're to pray for those that are in authority over us? Governors, 
uh, civil servants, the president. I told my wife after Biden got elected, I said, I am probably going to pray for him more than any president I ever prayed for. She said, why is that? I said, because if he dies. Look what's coming in right behind him. I pray for his health every morning. And submit yourselves, for they watch for your souls, as they that must give account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. Let me say this to any young man that's thinking of going into the ministry because he sees the public ministry. He, he, he likes that part of it. He, he wants to be respected or looked up to or whatever. Uh, let me say this to you. You just had the majority of the ministry described for you right here in verse 17. Let's look at it again. For they watch for your souls. So everybody in your church, you are watching for their soul. Is they that must give account. You will give account for them to God. The high priest had the, the, the stones of the 12 tribes of Israel right on his, on his chest. That's because they were on his heart. People say all the time, well, just go on a vacation where you can just forget about it all. You go into the ministry, forget about forgetting about it all. Your heart's going to not be yours anymore. A lot of times what's up here isn't going to be yours anymore because you're watching for souls as they that must do it with joy, that they may do it with joy. Now, when people are doing well in their walk with God, it's a great joy. But then he says, and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. And when people fall out of the things of God and, and, uh, and, and, and get off track, you die a thousand deaths. This is a small fraction of the ministry, the pulpit ministry. The majority of it is watching over souls. So going back to our text, uh, that's why Paul gives these admonitions. That's why Paul gives these admonitions. And so uh, there's so many other verses we could go to, but I think I'm going to leave it at that. He says in verse 14, and we'll close with this. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward all men. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. So you have this, verses 13 and uh, 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 12 and 13, you have this uh, being respectful to leaders, but now in verses 14 and 15, you have being mindful of one another. So it's not enough to have leadership. There must be partnership. And I think one of the expressions used these days is buy-in. Buy-in. Warn them that are unruly. Comfort the feeble-minded. Support the weak. Be patient toward all men. I got thinking about that feeble-minded. We're going to run out of time to be able to go through this whole verse. We'll get back to it next week. But I got thinking about that. And um, I really believe this. The feeble-minded in a church are a very important stewardship to a church. They are the canary in the mine, so to speak. 
Because they can sense love. You can't fake it with them. They can sense acceptance or rejection a mile away. You can't fake it with them. And God honors a Bible work when he sends some feeble-minded into it. Do you see how Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 about the whole body edifying itself? And one part of the body not being able to say, I have no need of you. That every part of the body is critical. And so he goes through here and, and he, he mentions some people that uh, might be a little harder to deal with here. Uh, the unruly. We'll talk about that next week. The feeble-minded, the weak, the weak. Uh, you know why? You know why God sends the strong because they're needed by the weak. Not so the strong can stay stand there and say, "Hey, look at me, I'm strong." You know, kind of like the guy at the gym that stands in front of the mirror, admiring his muscles. You know, where's the beach? That's not why God brings the strong into the church. He brings the strong in to help the weak. And he, and then he says, be patient toward all men. That's because all men will test your patience. All of them will. You don't believe it? Young people, get married. That, that, that person you love enough to go to the to go to the altar with and say vows that you'll be with them in sickness and health and uh, richer for poor until the rest of your life and forsake all others, they're going to test your patience. Amen? And all the brethren are going to test your patience sooner or later. So you know what God says? Be patient toward all men. Be patient toward all men. You say, oh, brother, so-and-so just seemed a little short today. Well, maybe he's got a really bad blister and his shoes don't fit well. And he didn't say nothing about it. Maybe there's something going on in his heart and his mind that he can't share with anybody. But it's a really bad burden that he's dealing with. You know, when that brother in Christ tests your patience, how about this? Instead of criticizing, how about just pray for him? Amen. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth. And it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled Treatment of the Pastor by Pastor DeMichael. Pastors face a great deal of spiritual hardship. And across the country, it seems like we hear all the time about pastors who have decided to quit the ministry because they feel that it has simply gotten too hard and they don't have the support to continue. However, as a member of a church, we can play a part in helping to encourage and pray for our pastor so that he can stay in the place that God has placed him and continue to minister to people. And whether or not you attend church, if you are listening today and are unsure of your eternal destiny, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church or visit our website at tvbc.org and we will gladly help in any way we can. As mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or any other message by Pastor DeMichael, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org for more information or find us on YouTube and Facebook. 
We also have a bookstore that is open to the public on Tuesdays from 10.30 to 4.30 and Wednesdays from 8.30 to 4.30. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us for our weekly services. They begin with Sunday school at 9.30 a.m., followed by the morning service at 10.45 and a Sunday evening service at 5.45 p.m. And of course, all the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and even college age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 p.m., which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids, and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.